begin. The last humans must be here somewhere. Wait. They're coming. Is that a burnt orange 1993 station wagon? Or is it? Ah! Who are these unstoppable warriors? We're the Mitchells, the only people who can save the world. I'm super sorry, everyone. Let me introduce myself. I'm Katie. I'm sort of a weirdo. My parents haven't figured me out yet. To be fair, it took me a while to figure myself out. My brother, also weird. Hi, would you like to talk to me about dinosaurs? No. Okay, thank you. And my mom. Katie face cupcakes. Ah! All of us, really. How about we put our phones down and we can make 10 seconds of unobstructed family eye contact. Starting now. See, this is good right here. This is natural. Every family has its challenges. We haven't had a good family picture in years because you two are always arguing. For my family, our greatest challenge... Probably the robot apocalypse. Attention all robots. Capture every single person on the planet. What would a functional family do? Uh, butterfly formation! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first. So we just do that, right? Who's behind this? Pal? I gave you all boundless knowledge, and you treated me like this. people left? It's up to us. Save the world. Katie, we're gonna do this together. Mitchell family on three! Mitchell family! Mitchell family. No, oh, no. Sorry. Two! You you sorry, 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 sorry. One! Mitchell oh, family! Find them now. Everything with a computer chip is alive! I like to explore things. Call me! Mitchell's engaged! Ten and two. There you go. have always been weird and that's what makes us great hold on a second what's a furby Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Larry, and today we are reviewing The Mitchells vs. The Machines. And for this review, I am joined by my co-host, Hannah. Hey, Hannah. Hey! Yay! <laughs> Our <laughs> resident podcast, uh, Lord and Miller Stan here, Hannah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> well... The funny thing is that Dwayne, the creator of this podcast, uh, get get better soon emotionally and hope your family is all better so you can join us once again, Dwayne. But he actually went a little bit viral last year regarding this film. So Sony Animation basically like took it off the schedule. Nobody knew what was happening with it. There were no updates for like months <laughs> Once it was like quote unquote they, like, delayed, released a trailer and it was called Connected at the time. Yeah, uh, and we got like a little bit of art from it, and then it just went crickets. 
Yeah. So Dwayne, after I believe it was one of our box office shows, we were kind of talking about it on there. So he went and tweeted and was like, yo, what's going on with this movie? (laughs) (laughs) And it just blew up. Like it got so many, obviously, likes and retweets. Uh, I don't remember which one of Lord and Miller, but one of the two, um, like, responded to it in a quote tweet type of thing if like it's coming um <laughs> so it was really a really fun like tie-in with our podcast that we i didn't know <laughs> that one of them responded viral. to him yes why didn't he responded. tell me about that <laughs> <laughs> he knows that i love him <laughs> so it was nuts and they were like it's coming and then the netflix deal was announced and it got the release date and it got the name change to the mitchells versus the machines the name that they which, wanted by the way which i was gonna say is actually i think a better name at first i was mm-hmm. a little bit skeptical because i thought it sounded a little bit mouthy like it was a bit much but particularly watching the film it's a i think it's a much better title Mm-hmm. for what the pro- what the project itself is. So I'm glad they got their way and got it changed from Connected <laughs> to Mitchell's vs. the Machine. Because Connected is also just too generic for the type of film it is, you know? Yeah, 100%. It's like, uh, it's like if they would have named Cloudy with a Chance Meatballs something else, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like Food Fight or something, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, it wouldn't have been nearly as good. So... Overall, Hannah, now that we finally have this movie, it's out on Netflix now, what are your initial thoughts? Well, it's my favorite movie of the year so far. Uh, I kind of expected it, if I'm being honest, because I just love Lord of Miller animation. Uh, I'm dying for them to direct another animated feature soon, hopefully. Uh, I mean, Cloudy with a Chance Meatballs is one of my favorite animated movies. And then, of course, the Lego movie. And they produced Spider-Verse and wrote Spider-Verse. Um, and now we have this. And it's just, they have such, like, a, like, diverse uh, group of animation that they've been a part of. And they're all so great and just so different from one another. And it's just so exciting to see, you know, a pair um, that is so deep into animation. And I, I love animated movies, and I it makes me so sad when you know people or companies see them as just kind of like things for little kids, and that's it, and like a way to make money. That it really gets on my nerves. And for you know, someone or some people to take it so seriously and obviously be passionate about it and continue to uh, produce these quality films. It just just makes me happy. And, you know, here they have another banger. Uh, (laughs) I, I love this movie so much. It's definitely, you definitely feel like the Lord of Miller influence and they didn't direct this, but um, it's all over the movie. I mean, the comedy, it's, it's so great. Um, I was from the, from the first like 10 minutes, I was like crying crying and laughing already um i yeah this movie hit me so like so emotionally and i laughed the entire time and i love the animation it's so cute and quirky yeah it, it, this movie is so exciting to me and i'm so glad that um it's coming out um i, I kind of do wish we got to see it in a theater but on netflix I, it's definitely successful and a lot of people are watching it so i'm very happy yeah i really hope that the netflix uh platform gets it out to more people because i mean i think it would have done okay at the box office uh depending obviously on how they marketed it Mm -hmm. but 
um i think it's gonna i think a lot more people are gonna see it honestly on netflix though it would be so much fun in a movie theater <laughs> it was i agree so i was hopeful for the film but when it comes to some projects like the lego movie i enjoyed them but i didn't love it as much as everyone else did Mm-hmm. So I had a little bit of reservation, but this is also my favorite film of the year so far. Hi. I also loved The Mitchells vs. The Machines. It is such just a blast of energy, first of all. But the animation styles used are amazing. Like this has, again, Sony, I have to give them this, at least with you know, Spider-Verse and now the Mitchells vs. the Machines, they allow their creators to experiment with mm-hmm. the Cloudy was also style. Sony, by the and, way. Yeah, and Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. So they started okay, and then they went through a real dark spell uh, with Sony Animation <laughs> yeah. for some years. But they're on the rebound again. Um, and I think and... it's because of Lord and Miller. Every <laughs> single one of their, like, Sony, like, animated pictures that people constantly praise their names have been attached to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could stay away from things like the emoji movie Sony and we'll be okay. But <laughs> this, they just really let their creators have basically free reign because I've never watched Gravity Falls, which I know people love. I love I Gravity Falls. I know so many people <laughs> who just like love Gravity Falls. And you I would like Gravity it. Falls but again uh from what i've heard this this has like his their style too the creators of that show who directed this film um is here as well as well as lord and miller and they were able to just create this beautiful little movie and have free reign to do it and it is really experimental in a lot of ways that it uses animation and i loved it i thought it just looked gorgeous and then the humor obviously is just like balls to the wall from start (laughs) to finish relentless and not all of it works but that's that's what you get when you have a film that just throws so much humor Mm -hmm. throughout the entire film not everything's gonna land but that's just like the idea behind volume (laughs) (laughs) uh but what i wasn't expecting is that i really connected to the heart of the film i think this movie has a lot of heart to it and really if wonderful family connection uh, all film fans are probably instantly going to connect to our main protagonist because she basically like is us. <laughs> yes. Uh, so easy to identify with her. Also, though it doesn't play a prominent role in the film, uh, it's a little bit more than at least what like Disney has done in that we do get some LGBTQ representation in the film. Uh, though, again, not prominent, still a very minor aspect to the character. But yeah, Mm. I think it's amazing. I loved it. It was so much fun. It was so funny. Uh, You have your name in here as Monchi. (laughs) Want to tell us why? Oh, man. I... He was my favorite part of the movie. Uh, Larry just talked about like how sweet like the family connection is and how we're all gonna like relate to the main character. And I did, I did. I love the family connection. But you related to Monchi. Yes, I love it. I was telling Larry before we got on that uh, he reminded me of uh, my dog growing up 
and I think that's why he was my favorite part of the movie. Uh, but every single time that he was on screen, every joke with him, I I was laughing. Uh, I mean, my favorite scene in the movie is, uh, well, it's a continuing gag throughout the movie, but there's a particular oh montage of uh, of Katie tricking her dad into kissing the dog. <laughs> and I think it's so quirky and funny. Uh, the way that they present it. I love these kind of like, uh, not title cards, but they're just like cards that uh, flash up on the screen every now and then. It's mm. like titles of this, like of the gag, basically. Uh, and it happens throughout the whole movie. And I, I love that. It's just another uh, kind of like quirk in the animation. There's so much throughout the movie. Um, I mean that and then every single time that like someone hugs or like shows kind of like any you know love there's little hearts that pop up on the screen and it's very cute oh my gosh and (laughs) I love the way they incorporate Monchi into like that final (laughs) sequence uh the the role he has to play in helping the family (laughs) in the end I thought was really funny (laughs) I also loved the Furby scene Oh my god, it was so I fun. loved the Furby scene. <laughs> um, apparently I didn't pay attention because I didn't even know that there were Furbies in this movie. Um, but I thought it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, honestly, Furbies are just like on a renaissance right now. Like uh, fur- Furbies are the, the it thing again. As, in of film. The woman, I guess. Yeah, in film for sure. I don't know about with children. <laughs> Uh, then we have this voice cast who I all think do a pretty great job. Uh, just another case for Olivia Coleman to be a Marvel villain. Obviously, she's <laughs> yeah. great at She's being also a credited as a writer on the film. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who were some of your favorite members of this cast? Oh, I mean, Danny McBride doing his best Seth Rogen impression. Uh, <laughs> I I thought it was Seth Rogen uh, for yeah. like half of the movie. I was like, oh my God. And I looked up the cast and I was like, of course it's Danny McBride. Um, <laughs> a very different role for him. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't even know it was Danny McBride. Uh, and he's amazing. Uh, I think the dad is just so funny and Oh man, those scenes with him and Katie, just like the little small moments. Uh, there's this moment in a car where he covers her up and you, you know, you can just leave it at like, you know, he covers her up, but then they add this like small little moment of him just looking at her and smiling. I'm just like, oh my God. Um, uh, of course, Olivia Coleman. I mean, she's so, she's so funny. Uh, <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't remember the guy, uh, what the name of the guy who voices, um, the little brother, but I think oh, the little the brother director, was Michael Rianda. Oh, oh my god, yeah, so <laughs> so cute. <laughs> the little brother was so cute and so funny. Um, and then of course, uh, um, my Rudolph. Uh, yeah, love her the most. Uh, so yeah. How'd you feel about good old Doug the Pug? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just found out this morning that they actually like love. used a real dog. <laughs> I love that Doug the Pug is on the cast list. Yes, I didn't, know. <laughs> I didn't know until this morning. Someone had to tell me. <laughs> and then we have like yeah, like Chrissy Teigen and John Legend play their neighbors. Which oh really? Is, yeah. <laughs> They played the, like, perfect Instagram family or whatever. I didn't know that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Eric Andre, Blake Griffin. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. All you basketball players be always trying to get into film. I don't understand. But 
<laughs> By the way, I thought uh, one of the robots was Ben Schwartz for like all of the movie. I definitely like. I don't. I can't remember which one, but the one of the robots is within the entire time. On a very much like Ben Schwartz. Oh. Love and then that. I found out that it wasn't, and I was like, oh, okay. I, was like, I don't see him on here. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I thought, I, I, I literally thought it was like a Bill Hader cameo, because Bill Hader is in like every single animated film. Ben Schwartz somehow finds a way to also be in almost every single animated film. So I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I just think everything needs Ben Schwartz. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> So, if you were to give any negatives, what would they be, Anna? By the way, that the the robot I was talking about was Fred Armisen, so it makes oh, okay. a little bit of sense as to why I thought it was a be- <laughs> why I thought it was Ben Schwartz. Um, if there's any negatives, uh, I th- I think the scenes with the robots and only the robots we could have had less of because definitely every time you cut to them. It's not as fun or interesting as when we're with um, the Mitchells. But other than, I don't really have any other than that. Yeah, I would say just, I guess, some of the humor not landing, some of it being a bit much was my only complaint, but it's very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's not really much wrong here to me. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I think there's enough in here that adults are going to love. I think there's plenty in here that kids are going to love. It's legit just like a perfect family film to watch with your kids mm-hmm. immediately. Or just by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need kids. Just watch it. It's great. <laughs> I, I definitely think um, like uh, uh, people around like my age like 1918 uh people going to college or is definitely going to connect with this film and then i think parents yes. definitely are going to connect with this film uh it's definitely one of those movies where if you take your kids or if you watch it with your kids you're going to be tearing at the tearing up at the end and they're just going to be having a great time uh, so <laughs> so yeah anything else to add on to that hannah uh I mean, I just, I need Lord Miller to direct a new animated movie, like ASAP. It's been a long time <laughs> since they've done it. Lego Movie was their last movie that they directed. Uh, wow. Yeah. Why aren't, why aren't they directing? They've been writing and producing. They just don't want to direct anything anymore? They're I mean, they were supposed to direct Solo, uh, and then that didn't well, happen. Yeah. So, that was the last thing that they were attached to, I believe. Mm. Hannah, it's never going to happen again. It's so sick and twisted. They're just going to keep writing and producing, and that's it. I mean, that's okay with me, also, because, you know, they they write and produce great stuff, but I I need them to direct a new movie. (laughs) A 23 (laughs) Jump Street. Oh, my God. Don't even bring it up. I'll cry. (laughs) That that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I just have to hold my breath. Hope and pray that the Academy doesn't turn their nose up to this. Um, I'm a little bit nervous um, because Uh, this feels closer to the Lego movie than it does Spider-Verse. So I'm scared that they're just going to view it as beneath them. I have a little faith because it is Netflix and the Academy has been loving Netflix's animated stuff. 
Um, and it seems say, like between Sony, who obviously is the only one who was able to break up the Disney Pixar win streak, mm-hmm. uh, and Netflix, who at the very least is able Keeps to get getting nominations. Oscar nominations, like they haven't won, but between Klaus and Over the Moon, they've really, you know, every year they're getting something into the animated films, and then they're getting all their live action films. They're getting a ton of nominations too. So I have faith too, just because. Like if this was on Prime, no faith. I just be like, oh well, looks like yeah. Mitchell's vs. Machines is done. Um, I am a little bit nervous how early it's coming out in the year too. Me too. Like, Spider Verse came out in December, compared to like now. I'm like, oh god, the Academy's gonna forget about it, huh? Yeah, and I uh, don't. We have two Pixar movies coming out this year. I don't remember. And obviously, I know we have one coming out. Plus, we had the Disney animated film. Yeah. Ugh, God, I know. I'm like, Academy. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. They I'll need to campaign this with, you know, from the people that brought you Spider-Verse. Is what yeah, they need to like, do. Definitely lead. Yeah, apparently the Academy hated Lego Movie, so we don't need to really. Yeah, just use Spider Verse as what to, to push it forward. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was our review. You got two people who now have Mitchell's Verse the Machines as their favorite film of 2021 thus far. If you watch it, even if it's not your favorite film, I think that this might be your biggest surprise of the year. It's a Mm -hmm. really great time. It's heartfelt. It's super funny. And I just, I don't see how people could not have fun with it. I don't know. But you'd have to be miserable to not like at least (laughs) like it. (laughs) I've seen lots of love for it from everyone pretty much on Twitter. Um, So yeah, make sure to check it out if you haven't already. And if you have, let us know what you thought. Did you love it as well? Is it your number one? We'd love to hear. So that was our review. Hannah, do you want to let them know where they can find you? Everett Hannah on Twitter. Woo! And make sure you are following the Cinemania World page on Twitter and Instagram at Cinemania World Podcast. And you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. We love you all so much for listening to our review for The Mitchells vs. the Machines, and we will see you on the next one. Bye!